is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. A bomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Good evening. Well, hello. That was your big intro. <laughs> that was my Mrs. Doefire. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, aka Tomcat, whatever the fuck you want to call me. Um, aka the Butthole Rectilian. Yes. Uh, What's going on, everybody? I got my strange brew mug. I'm ready to go. Um, and this is a very special episode because we're really diving back into quotations conspiracy, but it isn't really a conspiracy. It's just blatant facts. Yeah, this is more or less just factual. <laughs> yes. Um, so who do I have with me? He didn't really introduce himself that well. I know. I almost never introduce myself anymore. I believe I it's uh, it's Reverend Kaiju. Anton in the house. What's up, everybody? What's going on, everybody? So we're diving back into a bigger topic, more or less, at least bigger for the scope of how this does um, really connect to a lot of things that we'll talk about down the line. And, you know, much like the Illuminati, this is another group of people. A lot of the same people that are part of the Illuminati are also part of this group. We're going to talk about the Bilderberg Group. Uh, it's another society, much like what we'll be getting into this summer, um, of uh, a bunch of mostly men, some women, but mostly men that make decisions on uh, ruling your life. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is pretty much the movers and shakers and all the people that are, you know, making decisions for you and I, but they're not technically under any sort of, you know, uh, accountability umbrella simply because okay. they're not legally making legislation, yeah. but it's the same thing as, you know, when, uh, your boss and your manager decide that they're going to go out and have lunch the one day and, uh, talk a whole bunch of shit about the way things are at work and then implement those changes at work. Yes. Yeah, the same kind of feel. And the fact that, right. Like in something that is very relevant that is going on right now is the merger supposedly letting the who the, the W H O take over all pandemic responses to though said pandemic, um, which is something that is very scary. Uh, and if you don't know already, you should probably pay attention and start doing your own research because if that does happen, then the who can kind of dictate and um, consolidate power to certain people. And they can kind of dictate how every country that is a part of this merger actually responds to a quotations pandemic <coughs> pandemic. Um, and that's, this all kind of ties into what we're about to talk about. Also, it's kind of scary times we live in, to be honest. Tom is actually terrified of the monkeypox, folks. So don't let him uh, fool you. He, uh, he doesn't want to catch it because he doesn't want to become a monkey. He's, he's told me, he's told me in confidence that his greatest fear in life is to become a capuchin. 
Um, it is one of my great fears, uh, considering my DNA came from the Simian ancestors when the reptilians merged our DNA with the Simian ancestors with their own DNA and created the human race. Um, yes, very scary times. Um, uh, here's a conspiracy for you. Monkeypox is just shingles, and it's a reaction to the shot. Yep. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the hot take from Tom, Tom's Corner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> On the outskirts of the national capital today, black limousines converge on the hotels to a secret meeting that will last all weekend. It's known as the Bilderberg Group. A Canadian uh, news reporter reporting on the Bilderberg meeting in Ottawa, Canada in 2006. I'm pretty sure that's when the date was. The Bilderberg Group is highly secretive group of up to 150 of the world's wealthiest and most powerful political leaders. Um, attend the annual 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 event. The attendees. What the fuck? Are you, what is that? What are you putting in your coffee? Bailey's. Having a Bailey's coffee. Having a Bailey's coffee, baby, just for you. I got a mixed drink going on this bitch in my my very special strange brew glass. You can get at www.strangebrewpodcast.com on our uh, Teesprings merch site. Oh yeah, Happy Canada Day, shithead. It's not Canada Day. I thought you said it was Canada Day today. That's no, why you're off. Fucking May two four. Did you guys celebrate May 2-4? No, we don't celebrate May 2-4. What the fuck is May 2-4? Is that when all you lushes get uh, molson in the in the mail from your government? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I don't even know what May 2-4 actually rep. I think it's, no, not Victoria Day. Yeah, maybe it is Victoria Day. I think Victoria Day was in Ju- June or July. I thought it was Canada Day because, like, for some reason, because, like, no, our holiday is in- next next week is Memorial Day. So I assumed that Canada Day was similar to Memorial Day. It's but- Victoria Day. Um, Canada so, Day's not till July or some shit. I'm pretty sure I'm Canadian. Okay. I don't know this. <laughs> Victoria Day, Canadian holiday in which the British sovereign birthday is celebrated. In 1845, during the reign of Queen Victoria, May 24th, the Queen's birthday was declared as a fucking holiday in Canada because we still are owned by the monarchy and the Queen. Bro, we had President's Day for the longest time that I'm old enough to remember when it was uh, Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. And it was two separate holidays and we got both of them off. So How you don't? No, it's just President's Day now. Wow, that's kind of whack. It's super lame. So obviously, uh, there's an annual event, much like Bohemian Grove, which is coming up, so be prepared for that, wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh, So the attendees include royalty, presidents, prime ministers, chef executives of major international conglomerates, chief, not chef. Chief executives, chef executives. God, you are (laughs) batting a thousand right now, buckaroo. Oh man, I'm fucking kind of tired today, and it's been a it's been a morning. I've been gaming and shit, so I think I fried my brain, and I did mushrooms over the weekend, so that probably helped. Records the podcast, but I'm like tired. Okay, you can have a nap. Then we record the podcast. <laughs> so, sh- 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 chief executives of major international conglomerates, media moguls, and world bankers all attend this very special meeting. Where they fuck little boys behind closed doors and little. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the pizza party, and that's held in August. That's true. I love the pizza party. Uh, wow. A hot dog. Wow. Tom Tom likes <laughs> hot dogs and pizza, folks. And all you conspiracy folks, y'all know what that is code for. Hashtag cancel strange brew. Don't do saying that. I was just joking. Uh, they meet whoa, uh, one place <laughs> every year. Each four years, they meet North America and the rest of Europe. The media reports nothing about the Bilderberg meetings except for quick mentions, as our lovely Canadian reporter did 
and uh, what goes on there. They don't really say much. They're like, oh, they're coming to meet. Uh, nobody knows really why, but they're here and they're pulling up in their very expensive cars, going to this meeting, and, and, and you know, nobody really knows what goes on in those meetings. Uh, that's that's a little true. Not exactly true. Um, it's also important to note. I feel like you may have uh, made it sound, or or our listeners may have may have interpreted it in that way. Not uh, not not something to gauge and read our listeners' minds right now. But they don't meet in the same place every year. That's important to state. Uh, so meet, the reason I the, said. The, did I not say I say they meet in one place every year, not one. Yes, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's why I'm specifying. Right. So the Bilderberg Group was founded in 1954, yep. um, basically to ensure. Uh, this is the official. Yeah. The reason narrative. Uh, to to ensure because uh, it was founded by Joseph Redinger, who was a a Poland native, uh, and grew up during the time when Poland was occupied by three different countries. So pre World War One, Poland was split three ways, and like you had one section mm-hmm. that was ruled by Russia, you had one section that was ruled by Austria, one one section that was ruled by Germany. Oh, and it would be um, fun to live there. No, no, I can't imagine that it would be good. You go to see your cousin down the block, and it's like, oh, I now have to obey Russian laws. Cool. Yes, that is really weird. Um, but yeah, so it was founded in 1954 and the name Bilderberg comes from the first hotel that they met in the Bilderberg hotel. Is that what I think I had that too, huh? huh. So yeah, back in Utah. Is, is secretive informal discussion about global trends, the open communication between the elite members of the world who have massive influence in world affairs. Anything learned at the meeting can be freely used by any of its members. However, no one is permitted to talk about it. So I actually got a little bit of different, a different bit on that. You can speak about certain things. What you are yeah. forbidden from doing is divulging who said what. George Bush said that if we strap palms to a plane and crash them into the world trade, we can actually go to Iraq and we can find the fucking spear of destiny. George Bush openly <laughs> admitted that Iraq was an invasion, uh, a pointless, brutal invasion. Yeah, and he's the one that fucking pushed for it. No, well, no, technicality. In all technicality, Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney pushed for it. But he was puppeted. George, he was the useful idiot. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely on puppet strings. Yeah, I uh, I despised George Bush with every fiber of my being when I was in school because he was, you know, the person who I I I projected my my hatred and anger with uh, the country towards. He's and not then, a cute old man, motherfuckers. No, the, the, the bullshit. He's not. The more I realize that as oh as God, I get older and no. older, he is he is dumb. He's dumb as a sack of fucking rocks. And he may be privy to a couple things, but I think if anything, he was probably fairly easy to brainwash. Do you think that this is when the reptilian bloodline started getting a little wishy washy with the incest, and then George Bush popped out? I don't think George Bush is technically a reptilian bloodline. I think George Bush was put in place in office because he was the least likely of uh, Herbert Walker, George Bush Senior's sons, to think for himself. Jeb is a little smarter than George. I don't think Jeb would have made a good patsy. I think George made a perfect yeah. patsy. I think that um, th- uh, there's a possibility the Bushes could be cloned, according to Vinnie Paz. Uh, but also, how did David Icke trace George blood, George Bush's bloodline back to the Queen, back to the Sumerian Age, back to fucking Brad Pitt? It all we have, connects. We have no confirmation of any of this shit other than I've David seen, Icke himself. I've seen him connect the dots, man. Yeah, I've dogs. seen David Icke scratch his ass, but he still has no ass, so fuck him. They're connected. I, I know you. Dots. I know you love David Icke, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on him until we see do the all reptilians. This, all the dots are connected, man. They're all connected. <laughs> I'm gonna continue to shit on him until we do the reptilians episode, and then I'm gonna go to bat for you because Billy's gonna tear you apart. Well, what about when he fucking hopefully comes on the show? I have to. I'm gonna I would love to talk to David Icke. I want to talk mad shit to David Icke, and he'll be like, "I have way more money than you. Who the fuck are you? I don't care." I'll be like, "That's <laughs> a fair point, sir." 
And I would I would love to meet you because you seem cool to talk to, but your theories seem a little nuts. I'm sure I, I think it's gonna be just me and him because I need to wank him off under the table. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, the episode is just gonna be you covered in David Ike's jizz. That's what's gonna happen in that episode. You're just gonna be blowing him on camera. So put hey, that buddy, behind a paywall, put it on OnlyFans, and we'll make some bank. There you go. Um, yes, uh, hopefully that will be coming in the future sometime. I haven't really put out my feelers out there yet. I've been very busy, but that is a plan to hopefully try to convince David Ike to come on the show because I am a massive fan. And without him, I don't know if I would be who I am today. I'm just so. going to pop in chat and thank him for Tom starting strange brew. So we get to talk <laughs> to all you wonderful people. And then I'm going to just call him an anti-Semite the whole time. <laughs> not even close. He is Jewish, man. Just like Jesus. No, was. he is not. He is Jesus, man, which means he's Jewish. Jesus he's wasn't dead. Jewish. Jesus was from Judea. It doesn't make him a Jew. He was a Jew. Dave, fucking Jay and Silent Bob said it, man. Jay said it. Oh God. No, Jesus was a Jew. More than 400 heavily armed guards are there to protect the attendees. The event space is surrounded by physical barricades and high levels of security. It is this level of high security combined with, combined with extreme secrecy, which makes this con the conspiracy theorists go wild with speculation about what they do at these Bilderberg meetings. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely, um, at, at very least, it's, it's a lot of business really? deals. Uh, going down um much much akin to i would say the whole uh weaving spiders come not here on the gates yes. of bohemian grove um you know they're, they're probably not deals. they're probably not openly discussing business most of the time with the bilderberg group they probably are with bohemian grove i think much less so i think bohemian grove is much more cut loose you know um, give each other give each other fucking handy jays under the table or right out in the open in the woods which sounds like my kind of fucking party number one number two uh, I, I definitely think that there's a lot of backdoor dealers, like you were saying at yes. these meetings, though, where it's it's maybe after the official minutes have been finished and everything's done. Well, and, and you maybe know, you go, you guys go out for cocktails afterwards, and you're like, yeah, you yeah. know that idea you had, right. there might be something to that. Let's 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 proceed on this. Let's let's check back in a month and see how things work. And then if the groundwork is all laid, full steam ahead. Because the Great Reset was spoken of in the Bilderberg group. And I'm not denying that the great reset was a thing because it was fucking publicly stated. So anyone who says it's not, it's a, like, it's literally happening right now. They're fucking, I don't know that it's, it's following all of those, but I, what it was originally intended to be, at least from the mouth of the horse, Klaus Schwab himself was that it was a, a, created supposedly to hold companies accountable and to make sure that, I, I agree. Yes. I'm not disagreeing with you that that's not what they're doing. What I'm saying is that publicly, yeah. that is what they are saying. They are saying that we are here to make sure that corporations are treating their employees better. They're <laughs> reducing their carbon footprints and you know, yeah, they're, they're being more uh, socially conscious. Only one of those things is publicly happening, which is the more socially conscious aspect of it. Yes, it is. Um, they completely lie through their teeth while giving their agenda at the same time. It does seem like that they're very much pushing uh, for the Great Reset, which is essentially to uh, what it's it, to me. It's the New World Order under a new name to create a one world government and one kind of entity controlling all. That's why they've penetrated the cabinets in Canada. And that's you literally say that they wanted they had to penetrate certain governments like Canada is definitely ground zero for a lot of these in Australia of all these test tactics um, of pandemic procedures to convince the public that something crazy is happening so they can bring in um, their new world order agenda, which we will get into definitely coming up. We'll eventually um, dive back more or less into the new world order 
and talk about that. I think we've kind of just mentioned it. I think that we'll do a whole episode on the New World Order. Probably at the culmination of our Secret Societies yeah. uh, episodes, we'll we'll just tie everything together then at the end and, uh, you know, g- give you our, our thoughts and theories on, on how these things are connected, whether they're connected, uh, where where conspiracy theorists like to fill in the gaps. Because as the yeah. saying goes, uh, you know, where, where uh, what is it? Uh, a lack of information is where conspiracy takes root. So, yeah. so the less the less we know, the more we speculate, and the more we speculate, the harder it becomes to really pinpoint the truth. Unless exactly. we're willing to put our own opinions aside and actually engage in some sort of, of discourse with the facts that we have available to us. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's going to get deep, and I think that because we were talking about we're going to recover um, Bohemian Grove, we got a lot of episodes that we're going to bring together and talk about a lot of different things, but I do think that we should almost end it on the new world order. I'm like, did we talk about it? Did we talk about it? I'm pretty, I don't think we did. I think me and Billy just screamed about population control for an episode. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you, you, if you're, if you're talking about all the times you've mentioned it, yes, yeah. it's been mentioned quite a bit. I mean, we can even go back to the George Guidestones episode with you yes. did with Juan because that mentions it quite a bit, but to actually sit down and do a whole cohesive episode on it, that's, that's a different thing entirely. I don't think that's been done with us by us yet. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's you know, well, we're trying to get certain episodes out that, yeah, a little more info. We're still going to have our jokey uh, moments and, you know, our dark humor, but there's going to be certain episodes that are a little more structured and a little more, I guess you could say, quotations, factual. <laughs> well, so a lot of our stuff we, we speculate on is conspiracy-based, so it's yeah. really hard to actually say, and nor should we say, because I think that's irresponsible if we were to be I like, agree. this is factual. It's like, no, it's not. We're humans. We're fallible. It could very well just be bullshit. And at the end of the day, we're simply just giving you our opinions on the things, and we're connecting the dots with what limited information we have, you know, think for your fucking selves and, and yes. do your own, do your own research, man. I know that's the, the credo of the conspiracy at this point, but do your own fucking research. I, I totally agree. And you'll find that once you get down that rabbit hole, you, you find yourself exiting David Ike's butthole in the world of reptilians. And it's no, Tom finds easy. himself sniffing David Ike's butthole. <laughs> Doesn't smell that great. Uh, only those who are invited to uh, to attend these meetings uh, are permitted to actually go. Those who are invited, um, you can't just show up. You can't be like Alex Jones, be like, "Let me get in there, okay? I gotta find out what's going on. I gotta get in there. I heard you guys are fucking killing children and drinking their blood, and I gotta find out." Alex, you gotta be escorted off the property. He did get ex- uh, he got escorted off of the property in Ottawa, and I think in the two thousand six. Bilderberg meeting group. Um, and it was in Ottawa. They held it. And yeah, he, he was there he's, yelling with his megaphone and they kicked him off. The he's lucky phone. he didn't get his fucking ass beat up there because I mean, the, the, the research I was doing with a couple of the times where reporters basically were like, all right, we found out a week early what hotel they're going to be in because they always announce their venue a day before the meeting to minimize protest because even like before conspiracy became a, a, a heavy right wing dose thing. And there's still a lot of left wing left leaning people on the conspiracy side. And that's, you know, you're looking at one, but like it used to be heavily protested. The same thing with like the world yeah. trade organization and NAFTA and shit like that. Oh, shit, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into the NAFTA stuff later because allegedly that is how Bill Clinton got elected is because yeah. he, when, when he, when he spoke at the Bilderberg group, they were like, yo, what can you bring to the table? And he's like, I will, I will make sure NAFTA fucking happens. And that's yep. the North American free trade Alliance. Uh, and it happened. It happened when Clinton got an office and he was elected. You know, a lot of people were like, no, nah, this, this junior Senator from Arkansas ain't going to do shit. 
Yeah, that's but what I was literally about to say. Yeah, because uh, everyone the man who killed Kennedy. So yeah. let's fucking leave that where it may, shall we? <laughs> Everyone invited see, sees a major career boost after attending, as uh, Anton just said. And another another one right there besides Bill Clinton, not to cut you off, Tom, but Obama allegedly had attended the Bilderberg Group in 2008. I know we're getting a little ahead of things here, but I feel like it's, it's relevant to what we're talking about right now. Um, yeah, he so also went he to had, Grove. Well, this is when he was this is when he was still touring to be a president. Yeah. And uh, basically what happened is when when a, a person is on the campaign trail, especially if they are uh, was the incumbent or is incumbent incumbent is the president that's in that's that's OK. So when they're when they're a presidential candidate and they are campaigning, they generally have the the press corps with them to make sure you know, that every aspect of the campaign is covered and they get all the good shots and all the best press opportunities and all that bullshit. Yeah, but public he made one meeting without the press corps and he, he they basically would not allow the press corps to leave the planes they had them sit there and obama went out and they were in the same city that that bilderberg group was happening uh and the next year you know obviously he was president which to those of us in the states you don't beat the clinton war machine no they, just, just because like i'm fairly certain that he would there there was some sort of backhand deal that and i voted for the motherfucker so i don't even want to you know but there was some sort of backhand deal that got him into office. You fucking voted for fucking Clinton, man. No, I voted for Obama. I'm not old enough to vote for Clinton. Oh yeah, that's true. You voted for Obama. Yeah, of course I voted for Obama. It's because he's black, isn't it? It's because I was hopeful, man. I bought the shit, dude. I fucking I know. I, I was One feeling of... optimistic, and I was like, yeah. "Yo, this dude's this dude's speaking some shit, man. He might actually back it up." And he didn't. He continued yeah. to do the same shit Bush did and bomb the fuck out of people. And it's like, oh well, I'm never voting again. Fuck that. Yeah, Vinny Pass talks about that. At, at first, I always believe in the hype, but after doing the knowledge, I've been sleeping at night. Probably the worst deception I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that are hopeful. I was, I know, all these rappers talking about fucking Obama, like Young Jeezy and Nas, and everyone's like, we need this black president. And he was just as evil as any other politician and president. And uh, yeah, he killed more people bombing them than any other president in United States history, United States history, other than with wars. The policy um, of drone strikes that he, he yes. initiated was it's a war crime. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to fucking call it what it is. It's a goddamn a war, war crime. criminal. How yeah. the fucking people presidents elected are war criminals. Dude, even Carter has ties to build a Bilderberg, yeah. which is, is something that you wouldn't expect. Cause Jimmy Carter is one of those presidents that other than conservatives, nobody really, nobody really has anything bad to say about Jimmy Carter. It's like he's a peanut farmer. He smoked weed on the white house with William Nelson. I got adopted by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker was at the Bilderberg group. So it is pretty. And now Obama, um, makes commentary as a narrator on um fucking animal documentaries yeah he's a him and michelle are executive producers at netflix or some shit like that it's stupid state sanctioned media uh, god man i hate it uh yeah so bill clinton did attend while he was governor of arkansas man eating babies and within a year he was president of the united states tony blair became prime minister of the uk four years after his first bilderberg mm-hmm. meeting so let's get on the. So one more, one more thing with the Tony yeah. Blair thing. Even before that, uh, when Margaret Thatcher, we're talking, I think we way back in the eighties. He's shit. a reptilian, bro. I for, yo look, Margaret Thatcher fucked up the AIDS crisis almost as bad as she Reagan did here. So fuck her. Fuck. All right, She's on behalf of queer evil. people everywhere, fuck you, Margaret Thatcher. Um, but she basically, I guess, quote unquote, and this very well may be conservatives in the conspiracy realm kind of padding her resume a little bit. 
uh, was like, nah, fuck y'all I ain't doing this. And that's why she was ousted as prime minister. But supposedly, I think that she like ate children and stuff. Margaret Thatcher. No, if she would have eaten children, she would have gotten two terms. You uh, know, this. there's something that no, I just I, I believe there's something more nefarious um, that people try uh, started to figure out how evil she actually was. And that's why she was kicked out, so to speak. Um, because according to David Icke, she is one of the baddie, bad, bad. I'm a, I'm the bad guy. Uh. <laughs> Let's get into the, the facts or some would say the conspiracies. I thought you were going to pass the mic over to me. And I'm like, we, I've been spitting facts. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Tom, go with your facts. Let's talk about the facts, everybody. Uh, the co the co-founders of the Bilderberg group were two historical figures with background checks. They were Prince uh, Bernard from the Netherlands and Joseph. What do you say? Redding, Red Redinger. So it's Redinger? Joseph Redinger. Uh, yeah. Who was a political advisor originally from Poland who worked with the Vatican. So he definitely sniffed some little boys assholes. I mean, if you got ties to the Vatican, we can't really count it out. Can we? No, not really. Even though in his adult life up until his death in 1984, Prince Bernard um, claimed he was never a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. I fucking swear. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Nazi. And then he starts going into a fucking German accent. He goes full Dr. Strangelove with it where he's like, no, I'm not. A, I'm not. A... Get down hand. Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, we must. We must keep going. To... Fucking goddamn. Keep my goddamn left hand. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm perfectly American. What are you talking about? So a historian Anjette Van D. Zingler found, I'm not going to put this, she has the fucking four fucking initials in her name. Anjette Van D. Zingler. Found documents at the Humboldt University in Berlin, which proved Prince Bernard was indeed a Nazi party member until 1934 when he left school to work for the huge German chemical company named IG Farben. So are we counting... Uh, people as Nazis if they left before the invasion of Poland. Yes, if you supported it, you supported it, motherfucker. And he left to go work for a fucking big company, um, like a chemical company, IG fucking Farben. Look, that um, doesn't mean shit. The Mengele family has been manufacturing German farm equipment for years, and what what horrible thing has ever come out of the Mengele family? <laughs> fucking ask, ask, ask the twins in germany in the 1940s. oh oh you're talking about that physician what was his name joey joey mangalo <laughs> uh so hitting yeah. everyone out there in listener oh, land yeah. um but supposedly you know he supported nazis including making uh the poisonous gas uh used to kill people in the german death camps so good old zyklon b yeah, with this chemical uh company he actually did help the nazis an engineer the poisonous gas that would kill thousands and millions in the death camps in Nazi Germany. So, so fuck you, buddy. That old chestnut. And uh, so Joseph was a secret spy for the Vatican. He was expelled from allied countries for his activities and his association with the Jesuits. Oh, I was about to say, you said Vatican. I was, I was wondering if we were going to sniff out a Jesuit somewhere. Fucking later, Jesus assassins. Yeah, Jesuits are Jesus assassins, aren't they? They're, they're yeah, assassins. Jesuits are basically the uh, the Catholics that will go out and kill for the church. Nice, man. That's. I wish I had assassins. You wish that you had some sass? Yeah, the I assassins. wish you had some sass, too. The, I want assassins, man. Just fucking, my assassins would be slightly different, though. 
I want Sasquatch assassins. I always want a whole army of Sasquatch oh, that, that I can use sweet. as assassins. I want a whole army of fucking the Loveland Frogman. That would be cool too. <laughs> fucking scary as shit though. Here on All Strange we're- Brew, we're assembling our cryptid army. <laughs> yeah, we have a cryptid army. I just want like the, the our air the force military. Uh, the fucking um, uh, bullet belt chest belts. <laughs> the bandoliers. Yeah, it's fucking all just a bunch of frogmen. So obviously, uh, he went later to uh, create the Council of Europe during the 19, 1949, which became a fundamental movement and which led um, to the formation of the European movement. And, you know, this whole guise, and it's the same with the UN, is this whole guise of like, uh, we're going to merge everything together and we're going to work in peace together. So there's no wars, even though wars never have actually really stopped. Um, it's just like they, these shadowy elites and these people in power that try to convince the public that they're doing good when more or less they are doing the complete opposite of what they're actually saying. You know, unfortunately, it's it's one of those things that it sounds perfect. You know, yeah. like it, it, it sounds like it's going to be one of those things that, you know, no wars, nothing this or that. Like, good. These are things that we as, as you know, compassionate human beings should be striving towards. But unfortunately, more often than not, what ends up happening is it's just nothing more than somebody trying to seize more power. Exactly. And, you know, they're so like, it'll be peace because if you go against me, I will fucking crush you. Yeah. Which is not how family, man. How many people have gone fucking missing or murdered? because of their ties to the Clinton family and trying to expose their awful agenda. And they're, you know, I'm, I'm never not going to be convinced that Hillary Clinton fucking eats kids or at least uh, drank some child's blood. Um, Look, that seems a little far-fetched to me, but if anybody, if you or I face, man, she wore the face. I heard she did. She pulled the whole leather face and like scared this fucking child so much that they ripped off her face before they fucking murdered her and then wore it on her own face. Anyways, thanks uh, after 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 conspiracy corner. Uh, if you or I had that many bodies attached to us and people that were either committing suicide or were just turning up mysteriously dead, we would be under grand jury investigation. Yes, there would well, there would um, be no like yeah. nah, it's just fucking blah 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 blah. It's like no, there's how come all these people keep dying? Well, that's what I was, I'm up with this. The, I'm watching the John Wayne Gacy doc, even though I know fucking primarily everything about the case. It's just when these things come out, I choose to watch them, and eventually it'll be something that I would like to like. We've talked about like. Uh, do we really cover Ted Bundy? He's definitely overdone, but Gacy is someone I would just, just out of my pure own fascination uh, of the man and the mythos and just how evil and creepy Pogo the clown and him is as an individual. I would love to cover him just in that aspect, but they're like, uh, they're talking about how many people he has connected to him that are missing. And it's like, well, like, you don't, you don't know what most people don't know one missing person, let alone four. So it's just like, Tom just really wants some of that clown dick. Ew. I think he is a very disgusting man. Oh, he's a horrible, horrible, hideous human being. Was. Thank thank fucking Satan. He's he's dead as fuck, but. I was hanging out with fucking uh, the big H and fucking Manson's in heaven, though, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, Charles Manson is Jesus, so he went back to heaven, yeah. (laughs) They're waiting for him. Uh, The Bilderberg Group publishes uh, publishes on their website a simple list of the items that will be discussed at the upcoming meetings without giving really any further detail. For the 2016 meeting, maybe it was the 2016 meeting that was in in, uh, Ottawa and Canada, because it was either 2006 or 2016. I, I think it was 2016. Okay. Um, so here's a group. Uh, here's a list of the topics that they would be discussing. China. Uh, China. Yeah. 
Current events, cybersecurity, Europe, growth, immigrants, reform, unity, and vision, geopolitics of energy and uh, commodities, lower classes and middle class. Yeah, they give a fuck about us. Uh, Middle East, Russia, technological innovation, U.S. political climate. I guess like how fucking heated it is in the states. It's it's more um, who can they slip in? What things need to be passed to either appease the masses or to uh, to make sure that whatever legislation they want to fly through can fly through. Yeah, it's a matter of knowing the climate and figuring out what you can get away with and what's going to get filibustered in the Senate or Congress or which one gets filibustered. Uh, But. Mm -hmm. It's 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 just a whole bunch of uh you know wait and see and and plan out for the future. Well, exactly, and go towards the direction they want to keep the money up at the top, and then can just kick down whatever is left to us. So, well, and that's not conjecture either. That's that's fact. Like what you're talking about right now is is undeniable that that's what happens. What we're talking about, what what we're speculating on, is whether or not it's for nefarious purposes. Yes, and the Bilderberg Group also publishes a list of attendees. Um, by comparing the attendees with the proposed agenda, it is easy to see the potential conflicts of interest. You know, a high probability must exist of, like we said, shady backroom deals and influence, uh, like influence peddling, where you could just kind of influence certain structures of politics and places and countries and states. Hillary Clinton always attends and she has received millions of dollars in speaker fees from other attendees. So she's making money every time this extremely evil cunt of a fucking woman shows up. I actually really hate Hillary Clinton. If anyone hasn't really realized. And Tom doesn't even live in the States, folks. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the, the key topics for the 2019 Bilderberg meeting were as follows. A stable strategic order. What next for Europe? Climate change and sustainability, China, Russia, the future of capitalism, Brexit, the ethics of artificial intelligence, the weaponization of social media, the importance of space and cyber threats. And this was the year before COVID went down. It's pretty interesting. And all this shit seems to connect. And you have obviously like people like chairman of huge companies. You have like the CEO of Royal Dutch Shell you know, uh, financial ministers, you know, top political leaders. And after the Bilderberg group meeting, they do not report back to the respective governments about what happened. They don't exactly hide it either. Cause that list that I just pulled is from Bilderbergmeetings.org. It's yeah. from their website. Well, as I've said before, you know, in my belief, right. In, in, you know, the research I've done and reading books from people like David Wilcock and stuff, these individuals, these, these, powerful people these reptilian elites whatever they may be these shadowy governments um smoking up the bowl bud uh they kind of have to um put everything out in the open because it's almost like you're being told you're being enslaved and it's almost like conditioning where you have to agree to your own enslavement that's how i view it is that they have to be out in the open and show you what they're doing and if you just kind of go along with it the karmic cosmos of the universe kind of like allows it to happen because we don't really do anything about it and they're literally telling you that they're going to make another disease uh fucking stupid ass fucking bill gates motherfucking stupid nerd um he he like openly like says well this is coming this is coming and then it happens you're like oh how did you know how are you so on the fucking thumb of it when you're just a fucking virus creating computer nerd more importantly how is it that bill gates got divorced because of his connections to a fucking pedophile ring. 
Yes. And we're still taking this motherfucker's information on viruses. Bill Gates, uh, he's not a fucking virologist. What the fuck does Bill Gates know about viruses? That's what I'm saying, too. And it's it's so it's it, I don't know how people don't clue in. And a lot of people do hate him. Like he came to Vancouver um, a couple months ago. I was going to actually post a video of it on uh, my reptilian TikTok. Uh, maybe I'll do it on the Strange Brew one and on the Inst- or Instagram page, Strange Brew podcast. But uh, like hundreds of people screaming, like, fuck, arrest Bill Gates, like outside of where he was supposed to be at. So people are pissed. People are not happy with him. And uh, like I've said before on this podcast, right, this motherfucker creates a computer software systeming system, makes money. You know how he makes more money is he creates the same fucking virus and then he creates a virus and then sells you the antivirus um, programs to no, that use was McAfee. on the computer. Like, it's fucked. That was McAfee. McAfee sold you the virus software. Yeah, but the Bill Gates had ties to him and all this shit and that he supposedly yeah but isn't mcafee thought of to be like a hero in the conspiracy circle now maybe as he got older and started to realize what the deep state was i'm not entirely sure but because there it was windows software uh that wasn't created by mcafee yet back in the day and that's supposedly right he bill gates created the virus and then sold you the thing to defeat the virus i'm gonna stop you right there i'm gonna stop you right there because bill gates doesn't know how to code Bill Gates has never known how to code. Well, he That's probably a fact. thought of the idea, motherfucker. He's like, how do I make more money? Let's develop a virus to go into the fucking Windows computer so I can sell you the fucking cure for the virus. <clears throat> I think Sound you're familiar. I think sounds, you're reaching. Sounds familiar. I think sounds you're reaching. familiar. How about we create a virus and we'll sell you the vaccines for the said virus that I created in the first place? <laughs> Members of the Bilderberg Group are some of the richest, most powerful, most famous people in the fucking world, man. Attendees from the past Bilderberg meetings include, this is a fucking long list, I'm going to rattle them off, everybody, Angela Merkel, uh, Beatrix of Netherlands, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Carl Bilt Charles, I don't know who that is, Prince of Wales, uh, Charlie Rose, Colin, Col- Colin Powell, uh, Condoleezza Rice, fuck that bitch, uh, David Cameron, fuck that guy, uh, Dora Becker, I don't know her last name, um, she's got a very fucking weird name, um, and Nock Powell, all these people sound like F- Furad Maji. Uh, these are probably princes from fucking uh, some fucking far off land, uh, Frederick uh, Renfield, Ger. Gerhard, God, some of these names are I'm sorry. Gerhard, Gerhard, um, George P. Schultz, George Soros, George. <gasps> oh, I thought that said George Stropolopoulos, and I was like, no way, he fucking attended the meeting. It's George Stefan Stephanopoulos. Stephanopoulos. Who is that fucking guy? Who's Just keep George, reading the list. Who's George Stephanopoulos? Just keep reading the fucking list. Stephanopoulos. Um, <laughs> Uh, Gerald Ford, uh, Gordon Brown, Gordon Campbell, Gildo Westwell, Hekan, Crown Prince of Norway, Harold V of Norway, <laughs> Henry Kissinger, Jeff motherfucking Bezos, John Edwards, John Kerr, John Kerry, John Huntsman, a lot of Johns, uh, Joseph Manuel Barroso, Juan Carlos, the first of Spain. <laughs> Kathleen Sibilis, uh, Lawrence Summers, uh, Lester B. Parsons, Margaret Thatcher, Mario, just Mario. That's uh, that's just his name is Mario. I don't know why. Are you um, reading off Wikipedia? Somebody just snuck Mario in there. <laughs> no, this is like I took this from like a conspiracy website. Mark Stanford, Paul Volker, Volker, uh, Peter Men. 
Mendelssohn, Peter Sutherland, Prince Philip, Duke of Edburn, Queen Sophia of Spain, Rick Perry, Robert Zolik, R- Rudd Lubbers. <laughs> That's a great name. His name is Rudd Lubbers. R-U-U-D-L-E-B-B-E-R-S. <laughs> Lubbers. Sandy Berger. <laughs> Timothy Gerther. Um, Brad Pitt. He's just joking. Timothy Gerther. What a fucking name. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of uh, prominent members, half those people, I don't know who the fuck they are. Cause um, I, I don't really need to dive deep into all these famous people. Cause a lot of them would be like, you know, sultans and princes of Arabic countries, stuff like that. Some of the weird names. A lot um, of them mean absolutely nothing to you or I, a lot of them yeah. are just people that are there. It's, it's a certain number of key players that decide the shit though. So yeah, and, and obviously people that are CEOs of certain businesses that we might not even know of that kind of hide behind the scenes, so to speak. Author David Icke says the Bilderbergs are shape-shifting lizards doing work for the Illuminati. He imagines this group as potentially satanic cabal that controls everything that happens in the world, which has the intention of enslaving the entire human race. And our listeners can't see it. Our, our, our visual people can see it. But Tom, at the moment he said David Ike, his boner hit the mic stand. <laughs> Alex Jones from InfoWars consistently rants on air about the evil of this group. From his point of view, everything which appears to be happening in the world from normal methods is actually results of the behind-the-scenes manipulation by members of this group. Their historical, their historical precedences for some of what say such as false flag events of the Gulf Tonkin that brought the United States into the war in Vietnam. Yeah. A lot of dun dun duns on this episode. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna wear that button out on this episode. Oh, a lot of crazy shit going on. InfoWars reported that the Bilderberg Group wants to create an internet ID and a global tax on an I- online financial transactions and travel by air. Literally literally happening right now right now in canada they want to bring in the digital id where you have to uh, essentially have a digital id for everywhere you go everything you do they're literally talking about the great resets meeting about having uh the one world financial system under a digital id and how essentially if you sign up for this everything you do on the internet will be washed over collected if it isn't already oh it is already but yeah, it's going to be like an official record where it's like you sign the terms and conditions. So, yes. And the justification for the Internet ID is that it would improve cybersecurity, reduce fraud and make it easier to receive government services. That is the entire point is they want you to live under the fucking tent of the government and they control everything that you do and where your money goes. And if you spend on something they don't like, then they shut down your bank accounts. You prove they can do it from the fucking freedom convoy it's sacrificing liberty for security which you should exactly. never do never what it is. you should never do because um, you will have neither yeah yeah you won't, you won't have me either like it's getting really scary and that's why doing this research i was like man half this shit is happening absolutely right now it could like this is fact this is happening right now it's all true like critics of the plan say that the internet id is a virtual passport. Think about what has been going on the past two years, people, to push the fucking vaccine passport. This is so deep and so truthful. And this is like somebody researching this a couple of years ago and everything that these people, even Alex Jones and shit, talked about the fucking Bilderberg group is now at least 
you know, so let's say 30% of what they were saying is actually completely true right now. So who knows what the fuck else is going to happen? <sighs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate how much it it's looking valid, you yes. know, because it's fucking they scary, don't want man. it to be. Yep. So which removed the ability to obtain Internet services anonymously. This means that Big Brother has a way to track everything a person does online and obviously will make political dissidents impossible. So you won't really be able to speak out against the government and talk against those in power because you will essentially be shut down and censored. It's happening right now as I fucking speak. You won't be able to do it online. You can still do it in person, provided there's no recording devices nearby. But I mean, pretty much everything that you have has a recording device in it. So, oh, obviously, but they're not shutting it down at this point where you can still plan to do, go to protests and stuff like that without the internet. At least at this point, it's kind of hard to be able to get your message out there and make sure people are attending these maybe very important pro, uh, protests to expose what is really going on in the world when it comes to the government, and the people in power. It, it's hard. It's not impossible. Word of mouth is still the best thing you could possibly set out there. So. I'm just going to make a sign attend this meeting at this time and then just draw a bunch of crazy Illuminati symbols on it. And then I'll have like three people that will show up. <laughs> the plans for the internet ID obviously are similar to those plans to use microchips embedded under the skin as a way of personal identification. And people can think it's all crazy conspiracy theory until it comes true. They're literally trying to push microchips right now on us. Um, same with fucking Elon Musk. I know people want to paint him as a savior. He is not. Just remember that. He is just a rich guy. In that Don't West put your area. faith in any human being. Oh. Like Paul Warburg founded the Council on Foreign Relations during the night uh, during 1921, and David Rockefeller uh, funded and founded the Trilateral Commission to very real things. Um, these organizations are similar to the Bilderberg Group. David Rockefeller is a member of all three. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to the Rockefeller connection. Yes. And uh, like me and Anton have said before, I do believe that there are people higher up than them that are connected to these things that we won't really know their, who they really are, their names, their face. They're kind of so powerful that they have weeded their way out of society, at least in the public image, so to speak. Yep. So the current members of these groups and the previous ones make it easy to see how powerful they are. Members include almost all of the U.S. presidential candidates from both political parties. As I've said a million times to people, doesn't matter who you vote for, you are voting for the same bullshit. They're just painted differently. It is this whole thing of divide and conquer. Um, this will be an episode where I'll be able to kind of make little statements about things I believe that I think are 100% correct is that they set it up and they rigged this system for uh, an agenda and either side couldn't give a fuck about you. As George Carlin once said, Tom has never shied away from stating his opinion and his uh, beliefs on the connectivity of things in these episodes. So I don't know why you're pretending that this is something <laughs> special, but sure. That's true. Members. Yeah. So they all include obviously, um, you know, you have Congress persons, senators and top officials at the CIA, FBI and NASA. You Thank you for NASA using the non-gendered. I like it. The non-gendered. Oh, you said persons. persons. Yeah. You said congressperson. I'm proud of you. Baby <laughs> steps. Baby steps. Members include captains of industry, leaders of defense organizations, Supreme, Supreme Court justices, generals and admirals. And so, like, everyone that has some sort of influence on society is literally attending these fucking meetings. 
Yeah, it really is. Like they they pick the cream of the crop as far as like uh, movers and shakers and leaders in uh, positions of influence. Uh, like like you know we were saying with the other one, it was it was Brexit, which was a pressing issue at the time. Yeah. Artificial intelligence, which has been being spoken of, you know, for the last five years with with uh, some concern, like a, a great amount of concern. Uh, Russia, you know, China, a lot of the big talking points for Western society are being brought up at these at these meetings. So it would be yeah. foolish not to think for one moment that they are shaping the lives of, of everyday people like you and I with yeah, these and I think they want to collapse the Western world, in my opinion. I don't know that they do. I think that they are trying to rival the Eastern world. And I, I don't think the West wants to give it up. I think the only way the West will give it up is if they are united under the banner of whatever you know, world world organization governing body that they want to create. Right, I don't dude, think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna people. bow, to man. I don't think they're gonna bow to Russia. I think they're gonna do what they've always I'm done, which is like. Not but do you not think that maybe all these people are connected in any way? Is of course, they're all connected in any way. I mean, that's how European monarchies have worked since the beginning of time. They're all fucking cousins. Like most that's of these wars were made because you're, either your population was too big and yeah. you needed to cut some of them down a little bit, or you know your cousin in France has that one country that you really kind of like because they got the best grapes and you really want those grapes. So you're going to go fight France for that because they won't give it up. Just like the Bilderberg group, the extent and reach of power, the powerful members of the council on foreign relationships and the trilateral tri, tri, trilateral commission, God damn it, have influenced the globe for decades. Obviously to me and to uh, the research I've done, it makes very little difference of who is president in the White House because these powerful brokers are the ones that are really in charge. And in most cases, without their approval and support, there is no way to really get elected. As I've said, doesn't matter who the fuck you vote for. They're going to fuck you either way. Yeah, follow the money. Yeah, everybody voted for Biden and they're like, oh, Biden's, you know, Trump is so evil and this and that. And it's like, well, Biden's so far not doing shit to stop Roe versus Wade from getting overturned. And uh, I'm kind of concerned that maybe gay marriage comes next. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Because uh, you have like financial influences, right? And you have like when lawmakers, you know, and, and things weren't really working, you know, the Federal Reserve Act was quietly passed, which gave obviously power to create money uh, to bankers, to the bankers. All this stuff was passed kind of secret, secretively, is that a word? Yep. Um, <laughs> and kind of behind closed doors to obviously in the, the people don't know the Federal Reserve is... Stupid. That's a different episode altogether. Yeah, the Federal Reserve is completely deep, and they fucked us hardcore all over the world. Oh, uh, there's does. a lot of there's a lot of theories that uh, that might be why <sighs> Kennedy was killed. There's theories that that might be why McKinley was killed. There's even theories that that might be why Lincoln was killed. Yeah. Um, was because of opposing the uh, you know the currency systems and the, the powers that be. So obviously, following this, the 16th Amendment was uh, ratified during the, is that a, February 1914? It was ratified. Yep. Ratified means it was passed into law. Passed into law. That's what you ratified means. That's what it means. Ratified. Yes. Mm. Mm. This amendment created the federal income tax in order to have tax revenues to pay the debt for the money loaned to the government by the banks. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Americans that's have what the national debt is. Yeah. That's why the Americans and Canadians obviously too, and probably the rest of the world, you know, you have these powerful members and men to blame for creating the massive U.S. tax and the uh, U.S. debt. Uh, amongst obviously this happens in other countries too. Is it's literally these people that you know print money faster than we can make it, and um, 
like as you know, we have Pierre and all these other people, supposedly Pierre uh, Polvier is supposed to be fighting for the good people and the little guy. Um, I like Roman Babber better because these elections are coming up very soon. Um, and if we're Ontario and everything like that, and can I, we- can I stop you right there? What? Because just five minutes ago, you said it doesn't matter who you voted for. And now you're talking about people that you're excited to vote no, for. I'm not. Ex- no, I like Roman Babber only because he doesn't seem like he's part of anything. Pierre Polvia, I think he might be. People really think he isn't. Um, but these people supposed to be like he was on um, the World Economic Forum website in 2021. And then he disappeared from it and then asked questions about it. He's like, I don't know why I was on there. And his wife always seems to answer questions uh, for him. So it's slightly weird. Roman Babber is just literally a politician that came from um, a communist country and came to Canada when he was, I think nine and he's just from Toronto and he kind of just grew in the political forms. I don't really think he has ties to anything. And he was someone who was openly against lockdowns the entire time. So, but the thing is they won't let him in. Even if he was who he says he is, they won't let him in anyway. But as I was going to make the statement where these people are pointing out that essentially people like Trudeau have made, um, the world, the Canada world bank and stuff like essentially like their ATM. They're just printing off more money than we've ever had printed off. Our debt went from a couple billion to now it's a couple trillion within literally like two or three years. Hey, welcome so, to the party, buddy. Ours has been trillions for years. It's really crazy. And um, yeah, I, it's, if I was really, I keep saying, if I was religious, I would think the world's ending. That's what is drawing so many people to religion right now. And I think that the uncertainty of the times is being used by religious organizations to pull in more people because they know that their numbers were waning and their their powers were kind of loosening a little bit. And I think that's why we're seeing the rise of right-wing extremism just as much because people are getting afraid. And when they're afraid, they turn to religion. And when you have when you give that type of mental mental power over to somebody else, dude, you're just asking for it. That's why I still say, fuck religion, think for yourselves, people. It's not the Antichrist. I mean, the the likelihood of that being legit is fucking real goddamn slim. But just like during the fall of any empire, shit looks real fucked because it is. Religion was created by the reptilians to divide and conquer. That'll be on our reptilians episode. Just remember that. Uh, also, left, right, doesn't fucking matter. It's all a sham. Uh, just think for yourselves and make a critical decision on your own instead of believing what uh, you're told by political parties. Uh, during the 19, during 1992, the Bilderberg Group meeting, Henry Kissinger said, Today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or imagined, that threatened our existence. It is then that all the people of the world will pledge with the world leaders to deliver them or uh, it is then where all the that, people of the world will plead that the world leaders to deliver them from this evil, equal rights will be willing to relinquish for their guaranteed of well-being to them by the world government. That's your Henry Kissinger? I guess, yeah. <laughs> what would your Henry Kissinger be? If you're going to do a Henry Kissinger, it has to be much more gravelly like this, because oh, when yeah, he talks, true. it sounds like this. <laughs> I, I think most Americans today would be greatly disturbed if the bunch of UN troops came to restore order. There, that's all I'm getting. I'm not reading the whole fucking thing again. <laughs> oh, he sounds like uh, he is a um, uh, Star Wars villain. Yeah, Klaus Schwab looks like he's one. So 
<laughs> there has been many instances in history um, where false information has been used to start wars. One uh, recent one was when the false threat of Saddam Hussein having weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. was used to used as a you know a pretense for the Iraq War. You know, mm-hmm. one way to control large segments of the population is to keep them in fear and wanting protection from police or military. That is literally conditioning and mass uh, psychosis formation. Um, it's happening right now, literally in the world. It's been it's been done for a long time. I can tell you just from experience that once September 11th hit in the U.S., fucking heaven help you if you spoke out against the president or the war, at least in the early stages. It was a very slim number of people that were willing to put their necks on the block because you're like, you're disrespecting the death of thousands of Americans. It's like, no, no, no. We are just trying to be like, hey, maybe more death isn't the fucking way. Maybe more pointless death isn't the fucking way. Yeah. You know, even the you know the first major world wars and um you know people that were dissident or against it were put into fucking camps the conscientious the conscientious objectors were literally put in fucking work camps and forced to do horrible things and depends on where we're talking about but that's even that's, in again, the united states and canada they were maybe in canada and in, in the u.s i don't remember us having internment camps for conscientious objectors uh, in order to get a conscientious objector status you have to belong to a certain religion and they weren't thrown in camps they were just let uh, go. I, according to historian Howard Zinn, it was happening. Yeah, Howard Zinn can go fuck himself. Don't fucking say that. I love Howard Zinn. I just said it. David, I can go fuck Howard Zinn. Oh my God. You're fucking awful. Howard Zinn is the fucking saving grace of our nation. Um, mm-hmm. Now he's dead. Uh, in order to create a new world economy, the Bilderbergs believed they would have to, to destroy um, separate national ones, obviously. And this is why people are pushing for having our own community banks, uh, getting rid of major um, banks influenced by world leaders and stuff along those lines is creating community banks where everyone puts their money in and kind of thing like that. And you create your own bank for your own little town or city or community. That's the way it should be. That's the way we should be going towards, but who knows? Uh, They plan to achieve this by either um, causing a long depression that generates decades of decline in poverty, or they plan to use a sudden intense economic shocks uh, these shocks would be similar to the 2006 American housing market collapse. This would allow them to reset the national economies into a new alignment with a reduced national sovereignty and increased efficacy. So it's all happening. Another example of this process is what's happening in Greece. The economy is in shambles. This country is overloaded with debt. It cannot pay. This now puts the bankers in charge. The bankers now have the intense leverage they can use to get the government of Greece to go along with the bankers' recommended um, austerity programs. Quotations. It's all part of the Bilderberg Group. It's all part of the fucking Illuminati's plan. The World Bank and everything along those lines. Yeah, it should never be. The the people that handle your money should never be in charge of, you know, running the show. This fucking episode gives me anxiety, kind of. Yeah, anytime we're talking about current global events, it gives you severe anxiety. It gives me severe anxiety even having to research this shit. I know. It just it just worries me. I am I'm, I am at a time to be honest with the fans. I'm very worried about the state of our world and where what direction it is taking. So, well, on behalf of everybody that's been here for a while, welcome to hell. 
Yep. The Bilderberg Group understands that the destruction of the U.S. dollar is necessary in order to replace it with the world currency. The bankers have been eroding the value of the U.S. dollar for a long time now. A dollar is worth less than 2% of what a U.S. dollar was worth 100 fucking years ago. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It is fucking nuts. So obviously you will, they will essentially, they will be building up so much debt to the point where we can't pay it off, which will mean the government has to save us from said debt and say, well, we will erase this debt if we bring in, so to speak, a digital currency. Yeah, we're already there in the U.S. Our our national debt is, uh, let me just, let me just do a quick number crunch on that. Keep going, please. Yeah, because obviously, you know, the enormous growth in the global population and it continues to increase is not sustainable over a long term, over long term. And that's why. So they're trying to crash all the, you know, they're trying to crash, I believe, the economy around the world. Canada, I think this is Trudeau is being paid mass amounts of money and influenced by, you know, the World Economic Forum and other players. He's a laughing stock of the world when it comes to a lot of other politicians and political leaders. But the fact that he's just fulfilling an agenda that was put forth to him by the World Economic Forum. And that's why he has put this country in fucking more debt than any other prime minister in Canadian history. So as of April 2022, the United States debt is around 30.37 trillion U.S. dollars. It's up 2.2 trillion since last year. Holy fuck, man. We're, mm-hmm. we're fucking doomed, man. Uh, one way the Bilderberg Group can reduce... Get black pill, bitch. We're fucked. Yeah. Enjoy we're the ride. Fucked. One way the Bilderberg Group can reduce the human population is by causing pandemics, people. What did I fucking say? What did I say? Biological agents can be intentionally used to cause a major outbreak of illness, which can kill millions. (laughs) Many of the super elites have so little concern for the masses that they consider this uh, the same as calling herds of animals. They don't care. Why would they care? That's why these mother like people are talking about like uh, there's a guy brought up before that guy that there's a video of a I can't remember what show he's on what he does I don't know he's just making a very good point about he's like you think that these fucking millionaires or billionaires give a shit about race or gender or any of this shit you does anyone no, does well, anyone actually think well, that though they're, they're pushing that obviously in the mass media of this thing obviously divide but the thing is the if a billionaire meets another billionaire you think he's like oh weird you're black you're white and the shaking hands no they wouldn't give a shit they wouldn't no, even talk they're like you. oh you're worth this much i'm worth this much cool let's be friends because we're peers yep Pandemics may be caused by terrorist groups and also caused by natural processes. No matter what the cause is, as long as the elites can survive the outbreak, along with their friends and family, this is all they care about. Well, there's that whole big thing of bunkers that are being built underground for the elite as well. And if you think about it, if that yeah. if the virus isn't airborne, the likelihood yeah. of them getting infected is slim to none, especially if they know the half-life on that virus and they know exactly how long it'll take before, you know, they can reemerge. Obviously, you know, you have people influencing, you know, the political spectrum and obviously the media, you know, because um, a Bilderberg member, Richard Salant, who was president of the CBS News during the 1960s and the 70s, explained that the Bilderberg's influence on media. Uh, Salat said... Our job is not to give people what they want, but what we decide they should have. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You know, so that goes along the line with the Klaus Schwab. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. Exactly. 
It's all part of the plan. It's like they do it out in the open because they're literally telling you what they're going to do. The media is controlled by very heavily by a few companies. Governments actively participate in the censorship of the media, as well as promote disinformation if it serves their purpose, which they literally do. They like how Trudeau says it. You know, we got we to gotta put up this thing or to stop disinformation. Meanwhile, it's them the very same people spreading that disinformation claiming that they need to stop disinformation. It is a fucking tactic. It's about manipulating people. Look at your United States. You're fucking trying to put up that, tr- that truth bullshit. What truth what, bullshit? You never heard about that yet? They're literally stuck. Uh, they're your Biden, the Biden administration. Oh yeah. Yeah. That no, no, no. When you say truth bullshit, my mind goes to the anti-smoking commercials that are called truth. So <laughs> don't smoke. Um, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's definitely a real dark, dark fucking thing to even think about and consider. But um, I, I think that the uh, the putting it out there is much more of a uh, psycho, uh, subliminal, subliminally psychological conditioning yeah. that essentially you put it out there and people think about it. And eventually they start to condition themselves being like, well, what would be the good aspects? Because any any critical thinker is going to try and weigh the positive and the negative. And there are certain things that you could grant as positive so if you if you give somebody enough time to mull that over when it eventually happens a generation down the line you're going to be less likely to fight against it as hard i guess because your brain's had time to get used to the idea yeah and it is uh you know it's it's quite scary because people do believe a lot of propaganda especially in uh canada (laughs) and in the you know the the Canadian military literally admitted to doing a PSYOP program on the Canadian citizens during the fucking pandemic. They admitted it. Interesting. Fucked up, man. They literally admitted that they were using propaganda and brainwashing techniques um, to uh, win over the people of Canada or at least influence them. It's very fucked up, man. The Rockefellers through the Bilderberg, uh, through their contacts in the Bilderberg group, uh, which include the CEOs of major media companies, gain enormous influence over the media. It is rather hypocritical that the executives from the major news outlets attend the Bilderberg conferences because they're prohibited from reporting on it. Well, no fucking shit. No shit, people. Censorship goals of the Bilderberg Bilderberg Group are to make the views popular by hiding the group's real intention so these views become public policies. After all, they can pressure governmental leaders and push them in the directions they want them to follow. These are propaganda campaigns that are carefully designed to create public opinion in order to protect the corporate power. It's the same thing as lobbyists, just, you know, making yeah. sure that the laws that they need pass get passed and that, you know, they, they quell all opposition that may harm their profit margins. Well, yeah, and this this idea, too, of, like, processing to build its empire and create, like, trade zones and trade agreements that benefit um, multinational corporations. NAFTA. Literally. They the reason to- Bill Clinton got in office, yeah. because he passed NAFTA. And it's like have they have little interest in improving uh, the economic levels for the lower classes as long as it's enough for them to, you know, be able to buy their products, quotations, right? No, of course. Your lower class people are your slave class. That's the way that they want it. I know. And it's and then we are literally slaves. I keep saying that people are like we're not slaves. It's like, no, we're indentured servants. We're selling our time to these fucking evil people that literally like don't really have to work and they can just live off the their money for the rest of their lives, kicking it on a fucking beach. But they ha- they're psychopaths. They're literally, you know, serial killers are not people in your neighborhood anymore. They're people that are running fucking multi-million dollar companies and all this shit. 
and they want to just keep making money and their whole thing is to have power over people. The most egotistical thing that a person can do is not to send one person to a frying chair for send millions off the water to die. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> the job um, obviously is to, to move all the places with lower wages, no benefits and bad working condition. This allows these multinational corporates, corporations to maximize their profits. A simple device like a smartphone that costs around literally $20 to make sells real t- retail is like three to $400. No, it's more than that. Now it is. Way more than that, yeah. So obviously, and then it's this obviously type of strategy like that made Apple one of the most valuable companies in the world. Even though factory workers in Apple factories in China are jumping out of fucking windows to commit suicide because of the heavy workload, Apple literally had to put up a suicide net around their factory because so many people were jumping out of windows because of the bad working conditions. That's not just Apple. Suicide nets are a big thing in China. Or at least they were. They're supposed to be better now, allegedly. You know, they always say you'd be grateful for what you have, but it's just like my point of view is like, yeah, it could be worse. It always could be worse. Like, I I do believe that, you know, trying to look for, you know, trying to be grateful for what you have. You know, I have at this point of view that there shouldn't be such thing as like child soldiers and children working in. No, there shouldn't. It's being grateful for what you have does not mean allowing bullshit to continue. That's just, you know, that's somebody putting their own passiveness forward and being like, this be grateful. It would be like, ah, it's somebody else's problem. I'm not dealing with it. But at the same time, what are you going to do? What are you, what are you or I going to do other than talk about it and what we're doing right now? And trying to expose some of it and get people maybe to think, think about it. Like, Hey, because my whole thing is, I'll always say this. How do we stop this? Right? Everyone's like, well, give solutions. We need to rise up in fucking mass numbers. Like I'm saying millions of people marching on parliament or the white house millions. And I'm saying what would have to happen is everyone would just have to stop doing their job for like a week be like no we're, we're shutting everything down we're grinding yeah. this to a fucking halt yep that's what um that uh that speech from um one that it was um um uh military dude um i can't remember his name and it was during vietnam and he was like saying how we need to be we need to literally put our bodies on the gears of the machine and stop this like i think he's right to be honest so obviously then you have you know people in finance trying to destroy um certain things in the, you know, regulations, you know, like the, uh, the EU regulations, um, and the, you know, balance of the benefit and how unfair it is, you know, the benefits of the rich and not so much the benefits of the poor. And obviously all these countries, you know, the UK has a big part of this too. And this was obviously the main cause of the Brexit movement, which resulted in the UK leaving the EU. For example, the British fishing industry was destroyed by the EU regulations, which caused um, it to lose about 60% of the fishing trade in the UK. So all this stuff is all set up. Like, it's all set up. Well, another prime example was the uh, the Falkland Islands conflict. And I don't have all the information in front of me right now. Uh, yeah. But basically what happened is that England wanted Argentina to relinquish control of the Falk or, or to stop trying to get the Falkland Islands back out of out of uh, the Empire of Great Britain. Uh, and most of Europe, when Britain asked for help, was to- just told Britain to go fuck itself. They're like, fuck off, dude. That's not a problem. But yeah. after the Bilderberg meeting, Argentina just surrendered and the Falkland Islands was, was given back to England. Yeah. So it's it's so fucked up. And obviously, even though the Bilderberg uh, group goal is a one world government like the New World Order, like the Great Reset, these are all connected. Allegedly. We don't know that that's the Bilderberg <laughs> group. Yeah. We don't know that that's the Bilderberg group's 
goal. The Bilderberg group could just be one arm of this thing that we're talking about. And that's not necessarily their goal, but the goal of the organization, the umbrella organization, the parent organization that, that covers all of this. Do you think that uh, Bob, the builder is part of the Bilderberg group? Can we fix it? No, no Bob, just sign the fucking papers. <laughs> and they realize that this uh, can be achieved. It can't be achieved in just one step. They have worked on this goal for decades the study progress has can be seen studying the historical timelines of things that have led to the formation of the European Union, which are December uh, 1951, six nations formed the European Coal and Steel Community. March 1957, six nations signed the Treaty to Rome to form the European Economic Community and the second treaty to form the, U the European Atomic Energy Commission. On October 1957, the European Court of Justice was formed to handle trade disputions. Uh, disputes. Disputions. <laughs> disputions. <laughs> Fuck. Cringe. Uh, cringe. <laughs> May uh, 1960, seven nations formed the European Free Trade Association. July 1967 saw a merger of the EAEC and the ECSC with the European uh, Economy Community. During the 19 uh, during 1968, the European Customs Union was formed to abolish duties and establish uniform import uh, import taxes on the EEC nations. And this goes on and on. They constantly. I see you're running out of breath there, bud. Yeah, it's 50 <laughs> years for members of the EU to lose their sovereignty, and up to 80% of European laws are now created by nameless, unelected bureaucrats working in or Luxembourg or Brussels. The Bilderbergs are extremely patient in achieving their long term goals. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Now is not the time of bloody revolutions that occur within the span of a couple of years. We now have ideological revolutions that occur yeah. over generations. That's the idea. You weaken, or you, you don't weaken. You you form the uh, the opinion of to be to use a cliche as fuck word, but you basically seed the zeitgeist to make sure that what you want is the people believe that that's what they want. And then you yeah. push that through. And that's that's how you essentially bloodlessly change a society. I'm not saying bloodlessly like there's no blood spilled, but comparatively to like, you know, the, the May Days and, and the boxer revolutions and things yeah. along those lines, they're a lot less bloody. That doesn't mean that once that power is there, they're not going to call the herd real hard. But I think I think unless you're going to do it secretively, it's going to be really hard unless you're using it for fear purposes and propaganda purposes. It's going to be really fucking hard to just senselessly slaughter a whole bunch of people and be like, nope, this is for the greater good. You use okay. viruses and you used yes. genetic specific viruses to do that. Yep. You literally brainwash and program an entire site. That's why it's called television programming. They're programming you with their agenda. Um, this is actually pretty interesting. I want to get in this quickly. It's that David Rockefeller started working on the North American Union during the 1980s. He met with Ronald Reagan along with George uh, Schultz and the FDA chairman, Paul Volcker. The first step to try to begin to create an NAU was uh, to merge Canada with the United States. However, the merger would be problem uh, would be would merger would be without Quebec. So they want to go back to fuck up. It says I'm for that because then we don't got to yeah. cross the border to hang out, baby. Where do I, I sign know. up? I fucking uh, hate. Co uh, I don't hate Quebec. I just hate the way you guys run things and how brainwashed and sheeple a lot of people in Quebec are. Uh, where most of the people speak French, but because David Rockefeller thought that would be problematic, he's like, "We don't need those goddamn Frenchies." 
That's the same reason Mexico wasn't included in the deal because he's like, ah, I don't know, fuck it. That's literally it says, yeah, that they didn't want to include. Uh, they had an idea to include Mexico, uh, Mexico too, because Mexico's <laughs> uh, President Vincent Fox and Canadian's Prime Minister at the time, Paul Martin, did sign the agreement to form the North American Union. But it's like, you know what? I don't know. Like, I don't like having all these different languages. It's too confusing to me. <laughs> like, you guys don't really have much to offer us, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, it, it is crazy because the the plan would have succeeded except for the meddling kids and their damn dog yeah 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 foiled because these goddamn kids i would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids and your damn dog (laughs) because quebec separated from the rest of canada and was narrowly defeated in 1995 the vote was 50.56 percent for quebec to stay as part of canada and 49.44 for obviously separating and now fucking uh, skinny your teeth there bud we could have been neighbors I know. And the thing is, uh, Quebec is not really part of Canada right now. Uh, so, so to speak, they are technically known as their own nation. I know they want to be, but isn't that kind of like how we have a lot of states in the South that just believe that they're their own thing? Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's supposed to be, but like under law, they technically are their own nation, but they they still are part of elections, which they, I guess, shouldn't be. If they want to hmm. be their own nation, then you shouldn't be part of the election. And then, you know what? Trudeau probably wouldn't have been voted in because the pri- why it will, I don't believe that voting really matters. I do believe that they can rig elections any way they've seen. See, you flip flop pretty hard on voting this whole this whole episode. So no, don't I stop never now. Believe in voting. I'm saying that politicians, there, there could be some good out there. Like, you got to have some faith. But well, of course, there's going to be some people that are going to be good. It's just a matter of do you believe that those people can get to the level that they need to without doing, you know, or without they'll get being fucking shilled. murdered or they'll get fucking paid off or like there's all these different options, right? And are these uh, different um, scenarios that could happen because they don't want people that are actually going to change anything in power. They don't want, why do you, you know, why do you think Bernie Sanders didn't get the fucking Democratic nomination, even though uh, fuck Bernie Sanders? Listen. <laughs> You want you want to talk about having faith? Not the, the there are plenty of the man's ideas that were terrible. I will I will first and foremost say that. Mm-hmm. But he did seem to be at least in the public eye somebody who lived by their fucking virtues. So you have to at yeah. least give him that. You got arrested in fucking race riots back in the day doing protests for good causes for things yeah. that needed to happen in this country. So I mean I you want to I have a little bit of faith, but I mean dude I have faith in Obama too. So fucking take everything I say with a goddamn grain of salt. Well, exactly, and that's what I'm saying is that like you know you'd hope that, but I really do believe voting doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. They Not don't at all. want certain people to get into places of power. But the thing is say voting did matter in this fairy tale land that we live in. Um, the reason supposedly why liberals keep getting in and people keep voting Trudeau back in after fucking 15 goddamn years or however long, it seems like forever literally um, is because it's Toronto and fucking Quebec hold a majority of the seats, which is fucking really unfair. And that's how it is. Sense. That's how it is in the States too. Um, so in New York state, the only counties that are actually or the only areas that are a hundred percent Democrat are like New York city. And like, I think like Albany maybe, yeah. but the problem is, is that's where all the fucking votes are because that's where the population is. So those are the counties that swing the whole state. That's why you have places like Ohio and like Colorado and stuff that are swing States where it's like, no, it's pretty, it's pretty dicey. It can go either way. And in my opinion, those are the States where your federal vote might actually do something. Yeah. Um, I definitely like, again, going into the having faith thing, I have seen local, like local shit work. Like I've seen yeah. enough people collectively come together on a local level and be like, 
fuck you, we're changing this. And it, and it passes and it works. Whether or not you get support from the federal government is a whole different thing. Like uh, Governor Hickenlooper in Colorado when legal, when marijuana got legalized. The feds, because Colorado was the first place to uh, legalize recreational, yeah, the fed true. was like, hey, we're not going to give you any fucking money because you're doing this and this and this. So we're going to cut fundings to these areas. And Hickenlooper was like, suck my fucking dick. <laughs> I'm going to make the money myself. And he did. Yeah. They made so much fucking money. I've told this story numerous times where I got the check just for being a resident of Colorado. And it's like, and that's it, yeah, local and, affected change. That shit yeah. happens. So well, vote in your local elections, people. But the federal ones don't mean dick. Well, that's why it's just like the only reason people voted for Trudeau at the beginning is because he was um, a, a good speaker, even though I don't believe he was. He was All you got to do is talk a good game, dude. And yeah, he got to talk a good game. And he said he was going to legalize weed. So all these stoners were like, what? Legalize weed? And then he didn't do anything to actually make it profitable for the country. It's fucking horrible. Like, they have fucking dispensaries everywhere, but it's really not benefiting our fucking economy by any fucking means. It's just keeping yeah. us docile and asleep, I think. The more fucking shit pops up, the more people are fucking smoking, careless about what the fuck's going on, and they can just, like, enjoy their weed and... But that's not true either, necessarily, man. You know how paranoid some people get on weed, and sometimes yeah. it births a conspiracy theorist where they just Maybe. hit the bong too hard, and they're like, "Yo!" Like you just have that epiphany where you're yeah. like thinking about it a little bit. Somebody said something earlier, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." I think everyone, Maybe, and then you fucking yeah. get ripped, and you're like, "Dude!" Yeah. Like you see something that connects those dots. I think that everyone needs to do fucking mushrooms at least once a year. That's I don't. I don't condone everyone doing it, man. I, I certainly don't. I say Especially for some people, it's extremely helpful. For some people, it's extremely helpful to just reset your brain or microdose. You know, there are plenty of studies that have come out that are actually backing that up, too. Yeah, and I would like to get I'm more like doing it like, uh, you know, once every two weeks kind of thing. But I would like to actually legitimately microdose. Um, I took a little too much on Saturday, which I'm like, ah, you know, I, I did like two and a half grams in a tea. And then I thought that I poured the boiling water. So I thought I might have ruined it. So I went upstairs and chewed like almost close to another gram. And then, yeah, I was definitely tripping pretty hard for fucking three hours. Yeah, you ate an eighth. You ate the proper amount. I fucking no. It wasn't as big as it could have been, but I looked in the mirror and uh, just like, "What are you doing?" Because she was drinking, and I literally saw like my, you know, those uh, those paintings or those pictures uh, of psychedelic trips where it's like the person and the geometric patterns and shit. And yeah. I looked like I was forming into some Buddha. It was fucked, and I was like, "Can't, I gotta stop looking at myself. This is scaring me." Oh, you don't you don't gaze into the you don't gaze into the abyss when you're tripping. I want to, but the thing is, Chelsea, Chelsea I'm with rookie. Chelsea kind of just hanging out. So it's just like, maybe I yeah, need you to don't, use them, as you said, for the right for rightful purpose. Yeah, You don't, you don't want to climb into your own head when you're around a bunch of other people. Although no. that can be very helpful too, to climb back out. So. I was, I, I said to Chelsea that if I just let myself, we were just watching shows and I kept going inside my mind and I was like, I almost got lost a little bit inside my mind. It's, it's going to happen, dude. You'll come back out eventually. They'll, they'll wear off eventually and you'll start, you know, coming back to reality, but it's. So let's bring it, let's bring this, uh, there's, you know, we're going to bring it to a close very soon, but I got a couple more things to mention just about how supposedly Trump maybe is stopping the Bilderberg group. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cause what's his fuck? Wasn't one of his I son in his son-in-law was a member, wasn't he? It was uh what's his face. I'm looking it up right now. I got it here. So by taking a look at the names for the June, 2016 Bilderberg meeting, it is easy to see that the alignment of the Bilderberg group was behind Hillary Jared Clinton. Kushner. Yeah, run for president of the United States. 
So, you know, you have Senator Lindsey Graham, who is anti-Trump, was at the Bilderberg meeting along with Hillary Clinton. You know, and Donald Trump's campaign included many speeches against globalism and getting rid of the called uh, the what he called bad trade deals like uh, NAFTA, like you did mention. That was his whole Trump, campaign. Yeah. The Trump Trump ran on the drain the swamp, repeal the you know the make. Like that's the thing is that it wasn't overtly racist at all. There were just a fuck ton of racists that were into Trump. Yeah, it, it uh, you know you can't help when people like I just, you know it's it that's a very thin line because you know what if you you're saying some real shit but then all your supporters seem to be like Arkansas racist cousin fuckers <laughs> like you know you never know what's gonna happen. Um, Billy said we should beat the Arkansas thing dead now and switch on to somebody else, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, you've you've already beaten that that <laughs> horse to death. Um, no, the the problem was that he didn't just come out and condemn those people. So, it, it, like, I, I feel like that's that was a thing that uh, a, criti- a critical point, and we're getting off the rails here. We're getting off yeah. the rails. We gotta stay focused. <laughs> stay strange brew first. Make strange brew great again. Um, make it great again. We're gonna drain the swamp. We're going to stop Tom from drinking, or we're going to make him drink more, whatever's more entertaining. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Trump also promised to build a big wall to separate United States and Mexico, which exactly was the opposite of what the Bilderbergs wanted. Since Trump did not have to go to the Bilderberg Group for campaign financing or connections, he was able to say such things. Two weeks after the June 2016 Bilderberg meeting, the Bilderberg Group faced another setback when the UK voted to leave the EU. The Bilderberg Group is in the process of regrouping, yet certainly has not been stopped with the continuing plans to achieve their goals. Hmm. Yep. You think that them wanting the wall, they would want the wall because they talked about how they didn't want to invite Canada or include Canada or Mexico. So if they built the wall, then they're just like, yeah, fuck off. They want Canada to join in, but they want Quebec. So maybe Trudeau's kind of a wrench in their thing because he like absolutely loves Quebec. Who's your, uh, who's your Trump that wants to build a wall around Quebec? Um, I don't know if anyone really is because they're all stupidly French. Pierre Pauvier, does that not fucking sound French? They're all French. Does man. does Quebec have any resources? Like, is there is there are there minerals? Is there oil? Is there anything in they Quebec? Have an abundance of stupidity. Does that, that count? Does not help me. <laughs> I don't. I don't really think so. I think what clean water and shit like that, but not really much. So is that like more or less? You wouldn't want them to secede because they don't want a rival nation in the middle of their fucking country. Yeah. Like it's a it's a blemish on the map that you're like, now we should have that. We don't have that. We should I, have. I that. know what they have. They have an abundance of foreskin that can be turned into cream for fucking celebrities' faces. <laughs> The Bilderberg Group is consistently working with increasing its ability to affect the global culture. Other groups know the value of this as well. The Chinese have made significant investments into Hollywood in order to gain enough influence over the content in blockbuster movies, which are, you know, it's not blockbuster movies anymore. It's just fucking fame, like more or less like um, prominent movies, movies that go to theaters, giant blockbuster that's films. A, that's, that's what a blockbuster is, you goon. Yeah, it's technically, I know, and then they named it after a company that failed no, the company was named after e- you. Just did the, you just did the strange wilderness. <laughs> Bears <laughs> derive their name from a football team in Chicago. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. <laughs> An example of this um, is the film The Martian, where Matt Damon plays an Matt astronaut that's stranded Damon. on Mars, and the Chinese help with the rescue. What? Da, da, da. Yeah. Well. Okay. So 
we should be striving for an interconnected world. We should be striving for maybe, I don't know, a federation of nations where everybody is still their own thing, but they're all kind of working together as a cohesive unit. We shouldn't be going for like iron fist, one motherfucking group running the whole goddamn shebang. I feel like that's probably a problem, but at the same time, I and mean, we, we are kind of a conglomeration of nations trying to do shit and we not really doing so good at it. And obviously that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to influence the, the global consciousness using movies and Hollywood. Obviously you have like Jeff Bezos and stuff like that. And they want to censor certain topics and narratives or whatever you want to call it. In certain movies, they really don't want people to awaken to the falsehoods that they've been taught their entire lives about history and about the culture, because everything in history is a complete fucking fabrication and lie pretty much in my opinion. Well, then why are there so many movies that deal with that topic that because are successful? Because they're showing you a narrative, motherfucker. No, why are there so many movies that encourage the breakout, get out of the system, I fucking like... I don't think like, what they're actually doing, though. I think it's a way of kind of formatting... Um, how, many, how many conspiracy theorists got into it because of 9-11 and The Matrix? How many conspiracy theorists get into it because of music and mass media? I think sometimes the, 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 the good aliens kind of drip feed information into certain things um, by accident or, or on purpose. And uh, these people put it into movies by accident. Um, Like the, the sisters, the Wachowski brother sisters things. Um, And you know, they, they push this out. Now their new movie is fucking horrible because they're fucking brainwashed by propaganda and shit. Now they're they're They are, they got captured by the reptilians. So you're basically saying that every now and again, a, uh, a director or somebody gets Philip K. Dick, where they get a fucking little bit of beam of information into their brain that turns out to be something very valuable for mankind or very confusing for mankind. I mean, yeah, uh, okay. yeah, it could be, but obviously, you know, like obviously they influence Hollywood to get us to buy their narrative and their agenda and to put it into the global consciousness that things could happen like pandemics, pandemics, fucking wars. The Bilderberg group started by an ex-Nazi obviously likes to see continual um, wars, constant wars because they profit off said wars. So they fund both sides. As I've said fucking many times throughout our history about what really goes on in wars is they fund both sides so that both sides can make money and people can die in the middle. Even if a nuclear war breaks out, there are huge underground cities that are completely self-contained where the elites could live safely. Billions are spent on wars and the Bilderberg mem- members benefit tremendously. The USA has been in so many wars since World War II because it is big fucking business, people. Yeah, that is something that Eisenhower warned on his way out of office. There's actually a really good speech about it. I suggest everyone go and look it up uh, where he says we cannot become a nation of war profiteers. And if we do, we are essentially dooming ourselves. And that's exactly what the fuck we did. Oh, we definitely did. So let's bring it all to a close. David Rockefeller, who was the last... Um, uh, obviously the, the patron of the Rockefeller family, he was the, you know, the main dude, he finally died on March 20th, 2017. Right. So he, who was the world's oldest billionaire when he died at the age of 101, thanks to that adrenochrome and that children's blood that he was drinking every fucking day. He died. I don't know, man. What? I don't know, man. At 101, I think you're going to need more than adrenochrome. I think he was harvesting organs. 
Yes, I can guarantee it. He died peacefully in his sleep at his home. He certainly did not leave behind a peaceful world thanks to his efforts uh, of the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the Council for Relations, and many other efforts. Others very powerful Bilderbergers are <laughs> very old. <laughs> Henry mm, Bilderbergers. <laughs> Henry Kissinger, who is Secretary of State under the Richard Nixon administration, is 93 years old now. What He would be almost 100. He's like getting up there. Um, obviously, George P. Schultz, uh, who's Secretary of State under Ronald Reagan administration, is like 100. I think he's dead probably um george soros is fucking old as shit and looks like a fucking demon he's almost dead so who will fill the powerful vacuum when all of these old builder burgers are gone that remains to be seen <coughs> trudeau <coughs> trudeau <coughs> christy freeland <coughs> musk gates bezos yes uh that virgin mobile guy yeah uh the long-term goal of the builder group is borderless is a borderless world uh, with no nations or states ruled by one government that's controlled by a super elite. And that's why you have people like, you know, that this idea that, you know, I believe in some forms of communism, but I'm not a communist. I believe in some forms of this, but I'm not that. I don't label myself anything. But, you know, Howard Zinn used to talk about this, is that he's someone who doesn't believe in borders. That, you know, even Moral Technique talks about it in some of his songs. He just you just You make these invisible fucking lines so you can segregate certain people and, you know, almost make people, that's why there's different agendas, I believe, is kind of to make people be seen as different and that they're not the same on the inside because we're all the same on the inside everybody we're all the same okay and uh you know this you know you're missing an organ or you have a you know a third testicle (laughs) uh but one two three okay i'm good um and but this you know right i just want to mention that near the closing of this is that no i do believe in that we should have no borders now we should be unified under a global consciousness and kind of all we should like like charlie chaplin once said right you know, we should live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. And we should all, you know, live in a place like a utopia. These people in power never allow that to happen. They want to make a borderless world so they can control us all under a one world government, a one world military that essentially these people and the way it's going now could be fucking robots that do their bidding. And if we go against them, we're locked in cages and it's getting uh, quite scary out there in this modern day world. And I guess I'm glad that we waited till now to cover this specific topic because to me, it is extremely, extremely relevant. Yes, indeed. Deep shit, man. I'm going to crawl into a really depressive hole. Like I'm <laughs> just, just play some, play some video games and uh, try and disassociate for a little bit, man. We were talking that this was going to be like an hour. We went, we went way over that. Oh, I know. I figured it would be. There's a lot of things and this top it's chunky. It is very deep. Thick. It's thick. Okay, so uh, you know where to yeah. find us, www.strangerpodcast.com. Um, you know, support us. The best way to do that is to join the Patreon. It's only $3 a month, everybody. Uh, you can also buy merch. Merch is a very good way to support us. Uh, we don't make a fair amount of money off it. We make it decent, but it's not close to where we could. But we do that so the fans can rep our stuff. And so it's not super expensive for you guys because we know people get fucked by shipping and all that stuff. That's why we chose the provider that we do have. So uh, make sure to go get yourself a shirt uh we have fucking literally we have beer mugs we have like cups we have um you can literally get socks t-shirts sweaters i'm wearing our alistair crowley strange brew podcast sweater right now our crew neck is very nice fitting it's it's pretty good product not gonna lie 
Yes, indeed. And as always, I am HP Shovecraft on Instagram, Invader Daggett underscore GTV. And do not forget to go check out House of Trash, available on all streaming platforms, except for Google, because I don't know what's taking them so long. Go check that out. Go check out House of Trash. H-A-U-S. And I, I was uh, informed today that there is another channel that's House of Trash, spelled the same way, that has seven YouTube videos up. Oh, so. fuck them. Seven. It's also a it's also a, a a drag one. So what's up, queer brethren? Uh well, yeah. The, the, uh, like I've said before, there's a podcast called The Strange Brew, and they talk about prog rock. So <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Stay strange, motherfuckers. Yo. Au revoir. This one's for MF Doom. Rest in peace, God. Yeah. Let's get it going. Yo, everyone's on lockdown, better get it popped off Everyone take the fucking top off Let's get it going, get a little naked Everyone's flowing and they're living in a basement They don't know that it's forsaken All these people are baking in the oven Like Hitler did to the Jews And guess what, I'm sick of you and your views Never liked it before Now you're acting like a spoiled little whore Better get back of the line Because when I rap it's about time you listen and glue fucking in because you're about to get punched in your chin you're nothing but a little goof and i'm gonna spit the truth that you don't want to know the proof about aliens because i'm the angry barbarian and i'm staring into dimensions my name is tom prentice you have no comprehension but i go by tom cat maybe tom thompson let hear the bombs go blat. and i know what's going on because i spit facts and this is that get neck knack